All right, we're back. Our weekly conversation, Softy Hawk Blogger Podcast, brought to you by nobody, because nobody would sponsor this nonsense. I don't blame them, by the way. Disappointing times, though, Brian, after a loss to the Chargers on Sunday. We talk about this four-game stretch here between the Chargers, the Packers, the Rams, and Carolina, and how going 2-2 two and two in those four would be huge. Well, they start off going 0-1, which makes this game on Thursday or Sunday with the Rams and the Thursday game that much bigger. But let's go back first of all and talk about what we thought uh, we saw against the Chargers on Sunday, pal. Yeah, Dave, it's disappointing, man. Um, it, it, it was... It was at least as big of a loss as the the win against Detroit was as a win. You know, I think that those two essentially cancel each other out, which is a shame. Uh, the team blew the first two weeks of the season, so they don't have a lot left that they can they can uh, give up and and hope to kind of do something special. So, you know, I I think that this was unfortunately a game that came down to, to really two things for me. One was. Brian Schottenheimer and his ability to adjust uh, both when falling behind and and uh, both in points and in uh, the sticks. Um, and then Russell Wilson, who just did not play well. He yeah. he played a bad game um, and missed some real opportunities to change the game. So I think those are the two biggest things. Obviously, the defense was terrible in the first half, but when you hold that offense without a point in the second half, oh, yeah. it's hard for me to feel like the defense is the problem in this game. No, I think all of us would have taken, what, 19 from the Charger offense, uh, no doubt. And you mentioned Russell Wilson, man. He had, going into this year, one pick six his entire career. Now he's got two in the last seven games. So let, let's kind of break that down because we thought Russell Wilson last Sunday against the Lions was phenomenal, and he was with a perfect 158.3. And then he reverts uh, to a guy that uh, looks like he's uh, in maybe year one or two in the NFL. What, uh, what's going on with Russell? I, you know, I, I should say I know, but I don't. I, it, it, was, it was hard to say. I think, I think the, the thing that I – my best guess is Gus Bradley – you know, as their defensive coordinator down there in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers, you know, he knows Russ well. He knows his tendencies. He knows what he likes and what he doesn't. He knows how Pete likes to attack defenses. And so he probably was taking away some of the things that Russell likes to do, and, and that caused Russell some, some hesitation. But, you know, I asked this question to someone else, Dave. I'm curious where you come out on this. But, you know, people generally consider one of Philip Rivers' strengths that, you know, he he makes – he's super smart. He makes adjustments to the line. He he always feels like he's got an advantage over the defense. He knows exactly what they're trying to do and, and how to uh, combat it. And I asked them, do you feel like other teams feel that way about Russell? Hmm. What, what, what's your thought on that? Uh, I don't think they do. No, no. I don't think they believe he's he's that kind of quarterback. Um, I think that they want to say that. They want to be maybe PC, I guess, in NFL terms, but I don't believe they feel that. Do you? I don't. I don't. And that's, I mean, you can take that as a knock on Russell, but, I mean, I think it's, to me, that that captures a little bit of what I've been trying to articulate for years, you know, that he's got he's got – He's got areas to improve, he, and that doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. He's a great quarterback. But, you know, in a game like this where it's a chess match and you're going to have to not just have an offensive coordinator get you in a position to, to be best, but Schottenheimer himself said the week before, he's like, look, I give my quarterbacks more leeway at the line of scrimmage because they're going to see things I simply can't see. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to be able to make adjustments I simply can't make. Right. And so it does eventually fall on the shoulders of that quarterback to be able to do it. And I don't think Russell's stupid. I think he's a smart guy. It comes back to me. It comes back to coaching. You know, it's someone giving him 
the skills and the learning he needs to be able to, uh, you know, make those adjustments and start beating defenses, you know, with his mind. Well, and here's the frustrating thing. Even given all that, he still is on pace for a career high in touchdowns, right? Russell is right now. He's on pace for, I think, his second-best completion percentage year in the NFL, and I believe his second or third most yards in the NFL. Uh, There's more there to be had. There's no doubt. I I just think, as Mike Holmgren has said many times, Brian, it's about just letting the guy play. I mean, we saw what he was all about, potentially, what he could be in 2015, in the second half of 2015. Yet, as you and I were talking off the air, they get into a third and nine, third and ten, second and ten, second and 15. They just give up. They take the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands. They quit, and they put the ball back uh, on the uh, shoulders of their defense. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that. I want to come back to that in a second. You know, the second and 24 run specifically, let's talk about that. But before we do, to me, yeah, of course, Russell's got all these skills and he can, it's about how many types of games is he set up to win? You know, it used to, well, you mentioned 2015, one of the games in there that stood out was the Pittsburgh game, right? Against the Steelers and Russell, that was a game, used to be that Pete Carroll couldn't win a game. Um, and Russell was part of that when the opponent scored more than 28 points. They were like, defeated they'd never won a game like that and that was a game where they showed they could win a game like that and russell was capable of outgunning another quarterback so there's another type of game he could win this was a type of game that you know did involve having to adjust and, and be smart about you know things at the line and i, I just don't think he's yet proven he's capable of winning those type of games consistently so that that's kind of the point for me but getting back to your second and 24 and, and conservative point look brian schoenheimer's comments yesterday in press conference and it made me really mad. I mean, they're really mad. I mean, basically it comes down to, you know what, we're, the defense was playing fine. You know, we wanted to be smart there. Bull crap, dude. Oh. Like, second and 24. If you fall down 14 points, do you give up in the game? No. 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 So if, you, if, you, if you're down 14 yards based on first down, do you give up on the series? I mean, come on. What was Why the did clock? You punt then? Where was the clock? Do you remember on second and 24? I don't know. They were down 19 to 10 at that point, and okay. it was like in the third quarter. Well, you're down. Like I mean, that. first of all, to say that your defense was playing fine, you're down two scores. At some point, your offense is going to have to score to yeah. get you back in that game. So I don't know. I mean, maybe Schottenheimer thinks if they get a stop, then that means points for the for the offense. So yeah, that look. I mean, obviously your odds of converting on second and twenty four are dropping, but it's not insurmountable. Drop back, pick up ten or eleven, and put yourself in a manageable situation on third and long. Uh, San Diego, uh, San Diego, the Chargers uh, on the opposite side on third and fifteen get a big play to Keenan Allen and then score on a Melvin Gordon run on the very next play. So I don't know, either A, you can say, well, the Seahawks defense is just that good, which I think they're not at that elite level like they were in 13-14, but they're good. Agreed. And you, and then you're also admitting that the, that the Hawks don't have the weapons that, that the Chargers have, that they don't have the quarterback the Chargers have or the wide receiver the Chargers have or the running game the Chargers have. So, I mean, you can't have it both ways, and I feel like sometimes they do have it both ways. I 100% agree. Like, was it smart? Was it being smart for the Chargers on third and 15, as you said, backed up at their own end zone? They're like at the eight-yard line. But let me ask you this, though. Brian, let me did ask they, you this. Did they run the ball? Yeah. No, they threw it to Keenan Allen. If 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 it's second, yards. if it's second and 24, and you're and you're giving up, and you're hoping to pick up what another eight or nine yards and put yourself in fourth and ten with right. Michael with Michael Dixon's leg, what the hell is the real difference when it's all said and done? If you're if you're if you're punting from your 30 or you're punting from your 20 yard line, does it really matter with that guy? Agreed. 
100% agreed. I mean, and, and look, if, if he had done a little screenplay and it hadn't worked out, I would have gotten it. If they had done, you know, some kind of short in round and gained six yards, I would have kind of, uh, that's fine. Like, but to, they did a standard run. I don't even think it was a draw play. It wasn't a play where they let the pass rush come in and then tried to run in behind it. It was just a normal run. Like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, there's that was inexcusable. And honestly, if my offensive coordinators, I don't want an offensive coordinator that's going to surrender mm-hmm. when they get behind the sticks. I don't want yeah. that on my team, period. Well, we will bring that up on the show today and uh, get some thoughts from the fans out there, see what they think. Before you go, I know you have to run here. Uh, quick thought on the Rams. Gave up 45 on Sunday to Drew Brees. Almost came back and won the game, for crying out loud. Um, this defense getting pushed around a little bit, but the offense is still very, uh, very uh, – very lethal. Uh, the last time we saw them, they're missing a couple of guys in the second half, but still scored every drive. What do you think we see Sunday in L.A.? Um, you know, look, I've been predicting a win in this game for a little while, and that was something I would have been comfortable sticking with if, if Chris Carson was able to play, if D.J. Fluker was able to play, if Bradley McDougall was able to play. Really, Fluker and Carson are the big ones for me, and I have a feeling none of, none of those guys are going to play. Um, and so I, I see this as a pretty bad loss. I think, you know, somewhere in the 35-17 range probably um, for the Rams and uh, Rams winning. Um, but, you know, and if we had more time, which unfortunately don't, yeah. I want to talk more again about how big of a deal Chris Carson is for this offense oh. And, oh. And, and how worried I am that I keep seeing things from Carroll saying Rashad Penny just needs a higher volume of carries. No, he does not, Dave. No, he does not. He needs to not be getting the ball at all. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I would rather see C.J. Procise get a chance in this game than Rashad Penny mm-hmm. or Mike Davis. Well, and no one else is going to be agreeing with me, but we'll see if he does what he does with those opportunities. Carson's the Mipner. He's the most important player not named Russell on this offense. <laughs> Love it. I think you Love agree it. with that, by the way. All right, I do. Brian, you're the man. We'll talk in a week. See you, pal. Thanks, Dave. All right, Brian Nemhauser, hawkblogger.com on the web. Check him out on Twitter, at hawkblogger. We'll talk to you guys next week. Sorry for the shortened version of the podcast, but Brian's a uh, a busy man, and he's got to go do bigger things than hang out with us. So we'll talk to him next week. See you then. Go Hawks. Bye.